My music hasn't started yet. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is my t- Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And my music is, I mean, my uh, phone was too loud. No worries. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, rejoice. and be glad in it. Amen. How are you this morning? I'm kind of sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> truth. That, wow. Yeah. I think that's uh, the whole thing. Kind of sleepy. I woke up early this morning. <laughs> I started my workout again. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. You look you look like you already lost like 10 pounds. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you I, you're doing so well. You've been you've uh, just gone through a series of things. They've been working on your yeah teeth and such yeah yeah that's been fun huh that was interesting was it interesting yeah i'm glad to be better though you know i'm, I'm glad to you know I, I had um i guess i shouldn't tell it but i had some wisdom teeth pull and one of the molars uh, one of the wisdom teeth was punching into my molar and so it get, left this great big cavity and so i just had to get that fixed and i'm i'm, I'm glad to be you know, doing well with no holes in my mouth. Yeah, you've been seeing an oral surgeon. Yeah, yeah. And so, how's that been? It's been fun, right? It's been fun. Been very uh, informative. Yeah, I apologize for the big old shadow on my face. Uh, it's, it's my fault. I need to move that <laughs> camera a little bit, or move that, uh, move um, that, which call it, that light. But that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. How's everybody? Tell me how you're doing. Uh, we got four people watching us on uh, YouTube. I don't know what it looks like on uh, on Facebook. I can't tell. I cannot connect for some reason. And I, I'll get to it. Though. And also, let us know if it even popped up. Let us know if y'all get the um, got the uh, notice that we're on live because I noticed that it doesn't really pop up on mm. Facebook sometimes. So, mm. either way, good morning, Sister Robbie. Good morning. She said, "Good morning, Pastors Brian and Natasha, brothers and sisters in Christ." Love you all to life. Amen. So we've been dealing with the subject of prayer and how we fight our battles. And uh, we've come some way in talking about prayer uh, last week. Um, And we want to kind of pick up here to this week and today on uh, how we fight our battles. And this is how we fight our battles, part two. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that we did mention is that prayer is based on relationship Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you cannot have a successful prayer life without a good relationship as a matter of fact everything that you receive from the kingdom of god is based on relationship yeah so true so uh i don't pray to get healed Mm -hmm. but healing is a part of my is a result of my prayer Mm. i don't pray to uh receive blessings but the blessing is a part of or as a result of my prayer and my relationship with God. Yeah, and a lot of times I, I think uh, I spent many years in confusion about what prayer was because mm. I always prayed prayers of petition 
Mm. before where I was asking God for something, you know, God, will you please heal me? God, will you please deliver me? You know, can you please help my child? Can you please, you know, and, and those were prayers uh, that don't recognize the finished work of Christ. So good. Uh, So after I realized, you know, and listening to uh, some of the generals in the faith you know of course papa hagan mm. um he he taught so much you know regarding the fact that your the the work uh, of uh, the things that we're asking for is already finished jesus already did the work mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when we're praying what we're doing is drawing out almost like drawing out of a bank account. Yeah, so good. The things that have already been laid up for us, the things that already they're already stored up for us mm-hmm. and you know, you just place a demand on. Mm-hmm. So when you ask or when you pray, a lot of times you're placing a demand on mm-hmm. what what has already been yours. It's just like asking so for your inheritance. It's so good. Yeah. Come on. It's yours. Yeah. So when you um, when you talk about placing a demand on, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, uh, prayer. So true. Prayer is is really intentional. Mm. You know, it's not a religious activity. Mm-hmm. It's not something we do because we have nothing else to do. You right, know? right. It is it is the first thing that we should have. You know, the Bible talks about in in, in the book of Psalms, early will I rise and seek your face. Mm-hmm. So this is David talking, and it was his greatest desire to hear the voice of God, know the voice of God, right, and um know how his day should go based on what the Spirit of God shows him. Right. And so when we look at prayer, it's very it's very uh, pivotal in, in the fact that it should guide us throughout our day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't just uh, just use it when we need it. It should mm. it should the Bible. The Bible says men ought always to pray. Right. And not lose faith, mm-hmm. not lose hope. So, you know, I want to deal with some things today talking about the word and the authority of the word. Now, one of the things that we dealt with and. And I'm not going to go over it again, but it was out of First Peter chapter five and five, and it talks about that uh, we should uh, humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Mm-hmm. And we were talking. You were you were listening to a preacher yesterday, and I thought it was really good what this preacher was saying. Mm-hmm. But he said the mighty hand of God is the Spirit of God, being led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. So when you humble yourself, submit yourself under the mighty hand of God, what you're literally doing is you're submitting yourself. To his word, submitting yourself to his leading, submitting yourself to uh, his direction, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so it goes on to say, then cast your care upon who? Upon the Lord. And he will do what? He'll get, well, just cast your care because he cares for us. Mm -hmm. So that means that once he gave us the authority by, through his word, through, Mm -hmm. not through communication, but through the uh, transfer, transfer of power. power. He gave us his authority. We transfer that power back to him through prayer. That's good. So, so yeah, you, you almost need to say it again. Yeah. Because I think many people can hear that without understanding it. Yeah. So what you said is that when we pray, we're communicating with God. 
And we are in essence transferring the power that he gave us through his word, through Mm -hmm. his, you know, it is sanctioned by God. Mm -hmm. God's word is sanctioned by him. Mm -hmm. And so when we pray and we pray the word, we are communicating or transferring the same power he gave us us back to him, back to him. Yeah. Yeah. And what does he do with that power? That's when he can move. Mm. That's when, uh, that's when his power can be seen in the in the visible realm. Wow. It's a partnership. We're partnering with the invisible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, and I use this illustration, you will not see electricity uh, in the natural realm unless there's a partnership. That's so good. You know, the, the power is here, but whether or not we see the power depends on whether or not we partner or connect with that power. Right. So God gives us the power but now we have the power to give it glory yeah how do we connect with the power for instance we have to do what we have to flip the switch we have to flip the switch it doesn't matter how much power comes to our home exactly if we never flip the switch then it will never work well in the same way when we pray we have to partner with god i I love that yeah we have to partner with god we have to partner with the invisible Mm -hmm. and and that's turning the power back to him so that he can do uh, what he knows to do. Now, uh, I'm so I'm reminded good. of Moses when they came out of uh, Egypt and they was at that Red Sea. And Moses began to cry out to the Lord, like many of us do when we're facing a hard time. Mm-hmm. He cried out to the Lord and he said, Lord, help us in this situation. And the Lord said, why are you crying to me? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 so it, why did God say that? Because he had given Moses power. Uh-huh. He had given Moses the authority. It was called a rod. Moses received a rod. Yeah, when we watch Prince of Egypt, yeah. uh, we hear, uh, you know, I know that's a, a, a older, it's an animation. Yeah. But he said with this staff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. To, to do his wonders. Yeah, do his wonders. So he had a staff. He had a wonder. Uh, he had a rod of wonder. And uh, I liken it to Hebrews where it says we have received the scepter of righteousness. Mm. So Moses has power in his hand and God says, take what you have in your hand, raise it up. Wow. And when he did that, that's when the Red Sea began to open. So God couldn't do anything until Moses gave him the authority to do it. Mm-hmm. By, by raising up his hand, by giving God praise, by surrendering all to him, that's when God could do his part. Yeah. So we, we look at uh, now over in Numbers chapter 20, verse 2, and this is the story of when uh, Moses had the Israelites out in the desert, was over a million some odd people in his church. Wow. <laughs> and uh, they were complaining and they were getting upset because they didn't have any water. And they wanted to go back to the old way of doing things. You know, did you let us die out here in this desert? Yeah, you they know? wanted to return to Egypt. They did. Every time there was a little trouble in their life, Uh, It's amazing they wanted to turn back to the world. You know, we're in the same state in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways. When we come into the Mm -hmm. things of God Mm -hmm. and we see his miraculous power, he saved us, he set us free. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is so great. But now I have a little pressure in my life and I'm thinking, why am I serving God? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, and so we have the same attitude when we think it was easier uh, to just have a have a, a casual relationship with God mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the midst of our troubles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, pain 
has a way of making you want to feel comfortable. Now, I don't know if that made sense what I just said. Yeah, you need to but, explain But that. when you're going through something, you desire what's comfortable. Ah, uh, you're des- so you- you're seeking after. Yeah, you're seeking the after comfort. comfort. Yeah, um, when I was having this pain in my mouth, you know, well, <laughs> well of course, I-, I called on the name of the Lord, but mm-hmm. I also was seeking for some comfort. I was seeking for some relief. And, and for mo- many of us, bondage and slavery, even though we hate it, it's still comfortable. Right. And they, they wanted to go back to what was comfortable because of the pain that they were feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, be careful of desiring to enter into old relationships because Ooh, it's comfortable. You be- are on somebody's <laughs> block. Yeah, well, be, be careful, you know, what going back to uh ways of how you handled money in the past you know because it's comfortable you know i I recall having a conversation with someone and they were saying how they enjoyed the things that their ex did for them the Mm. way they drove them the way they you know and to just have someone to talk to and those kind of things and you know we can never be such in such an attention deficit that we would be willing to uh to have a bad relationship Mm -hmm. in order to have an emotional amphetamine Mm. through uh, a person who's willing to provide the attention you desire but then all of your other needs you Mm -hmm. know your need for loyalty Mm -hmm. your need to not be betrayed your need to be you know, yeah, secure <laughs> in a secure relationship. Yeah. If they would be willing to violate all those things, which are big things mm-hmm. in a relationship, in order wow. for you to have that emotional amphetamine, mm-hmm. then you have to consider that you are entering into a problematic and a dysfunctional mm-hmm. relationship. That's the, that's the truth. For selfish motives. Yeah, yeah. It, you're not doing this because God is leading you to do it. You're not doing this, you know, a good relationship. And I often read the Kamash Mm. and the Kamash is the rabbinical teachings from the Jewish people. And that rabbinical teaching tells us that, you know, when a couple is a good match, that they're like, you know, a Holy Ghost fire Mm. to the people around them. They're a blessing. But when you get a problematic relationship, it's like brush fire. Mm -hmm. It destroys everything it touches. Mm -hmm. And what God wants is to rescue us from these problematic and destructive relationships so that we can actually magnify God and show how good God is even in our relationships. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. You know, um, um, Man, we could talk about relationships all day. And I think one of the things that uh, we see in this story of uh, in Numbers chapter 20 about Moses is that Moses had a relationship with God. But I think that there are times in our relationship we, we tend to forget, right? you know, or take for granted yes. what um, this relationship truly means, mm. you know. And when we look at what happened and, and we talked about how the Israelites came on and they wanted to go back to what was comfortable. Right. The Lord, verse seven, verse seven, uh, the Lord said to Moses, uh, take your, take your rod. You and your brother Aaron gather the congregation together and speak to the rock. Right. Now God has given specific instructions. Yeah. Take the rod. Take, take the rod. Take your brother Aaron. Yeah. And now speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Before then, they hit the rock and it, it gushed out water. But now he's saying, speak to the rock before their eyes mm-hmm. 
and it will yield its water. Now, this is supernatural. Mm -hmm. This is God's communicating power, transferring power to Moses mm -hmm. so that Moses can transfer the power back to him. Right. And he says, speak to the rock and it'll yield this water. Thus, you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. He did that right. And so Moses uh, and Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. They did that part right. And he said to them, here now, you rebels. And I don't think God said to do that. Yeah, I, don't think God, I think God said speak to the rock, not to the people. <laughs> and I think what happens is that we can get so frustrated that we're half obeying God. Oh, my God. We are partly obeying God. Not and partial obedience is disobedience. He didn't get before the people and say, I bless you, people of God. Yeah, yeah. He said, you bunch of rebels. You bunch of rebels. Yeah. And, and, and I think what happened is Moses was frustrated. Yeah. You know, he was frustrated with the complaints. He was frustrated with the people. Yeah, there's a place later on in the scripture, and it talks about this scene, and it says, in essence, it's saying, don't frustrate mm. your pastors. Mm -hmm, don't mm. frustrate your spiritual leaders. Don't cause them to miss the mark, mm -hmm. you know, because Moses ended up missing entering into the promised yeah, land the because of this incident. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to think about this for a minute because Moses had walked in obedience toward God all this time mm. for all these years. Mm -hmm. And because so what he did was so offensive to God, he was only able to view the promised land for distance, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he was not allowed to enter in. Mm -hmm. And what the what the scripture later on, and, and well, we could go to it if we wanted to, but it says, don't frustrate your pastors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, make sure that they can uh, minister to you with joy. Yeah, that's in Hebrews. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah. Them, keep them in a place of it's wanting so to pour out to you. Mm -hmm. It'll help you mm -hmm. is what the scripture is saying yeah and and you know we 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 oh man it's so much in this because moses is a is the pastor of this church mm -hmm. you know and uh we have to be we we as leaders we have to be mindful to obey god and not the people and what yes. i mean by that is that you know, we can't be so moved by how the people are that we miss out following the voice of God. Right. And even as pastors, you know, you have to discipline yourself. Yeah, come on. To yeah. remain in the joy of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, people sometimes will be people. Yeah. Uh, but the voice of God in your life has to be that, you know, guiding force mm -hmm. that causes you to place your your flesh under subjection. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, you know, and this is like advice to anyone who Yeah, I was just in, thinking about that. In any area leadership of position. leadership, yeah. you know, the people will do things to push your buttons mm -hmm. and to trigger a wrong action. And people are not going to look look at the, the the triggers in your life they're mm -hmm. gonna look at how you respond mm -hmm. to the triggers yeah you know I was just thinking that the the response is based on the relationship if you're spending time with God and you're knowing the voice of God well we read in first John chapter 5 verse 14 this is the confidence that we have in him that yeah. if we ask anything according to his will we know he hears us so we don't have to allow let's say you're a mother Mm -hmm. And your child is just getting on your last nerve. Right. You know, you need to be a praying mother. Right. Before you start disciplining or becoming so frustrated with your child that you just want to kill him, you know. You, Not kill him. <laughs> you, 
you, okay, you want to hurt him real bad. But you know what I'm saying? Because frustration, I mean, you know, we need to talk about it for just a minute because right. this world is frustrated, you know, and we're yeah. living in, a, in frustrated times, you know, and we have to address these things because people don't know how to respond in these times of trouble. They mm. react. They're just reacting. Right. You know, so before you know it, you've done something mm. like Moses right. without even thinking. Without even thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so, and so Moses missed out on the promise and you know, we go back and we read and it just says that he did that. He, he, he said here, now you rebels, must we bring water out of this rock? You know? Yeah. He didn't give glory to God. No glory he? to God. He said, must we? Yeah. Must we bring water out of this rock? And so what was happening here? Moses had a need for attention, mm -hmm. adoration, mm -hmm. acceptance, wow. and affirmation. The backstory mm -hmm. to this scene is that all before, and you know, the Bible doesn't spell this out, but if you go back, like I said, to the rabbinical teachings, mm -hmm. it shows that Miriam was also in the position in a high position of authority just like moses and aaron yeah and miriam would pray and the water would flow out of the rock mm -hmm. and so the water flowed out of the rock continually mm -hmm. and at this scene miriam had died yeah that's right and so here moses was and they had so much reverence for miriam and they thought since Miriam died, there goes our water, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and what Moses did is he stole the glory. Mm, he wow. stole the attention. Wow. He stole the kisses of the people. Mm -hmm. And he, instead of the people adoring God mm -hmm. for providing this water, now the people were adoring Moses mm -hmm. yeah, because Moses, Moses. Yeah, right. had done an act of treason against God mm -hmm. by providing the water mm -hmm. instead of through striking yeah, the, the rock. rock. Yeah, instead of and speaking to it. And claiming that it was him bringing forth the water. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we have, we, we got we to be careful. Don't be glory hogs. Don't be glory hogs. Yeah, you can't, you can't be a glory hog and just because you... You desire the, you know, the acceptance. You you desire. You what, want a pat on yeah, the back. You yeah. want people to look up to you and yeah. revere you. Yeah, you. We have to be obedient to God. Now we're we're doing all this because this this kind of revelation comes out of your prayer time, and right. prayer is really meditation and just getting before God, hearing His voice, reading His Word, and thinking about it. Let it run over and over in your mind. Meditation is not this Eastern thing that's been perverted. Meditation is taking the word mm. that God has spoken to you, whether it's Logos, which is the written word, or the spoken word, which is Rhema, mm -hmm. and you let that word run in your mind. Right, yes. You know, you let it run in your mind. and You let God make it bigger. Let him speak to you more and more through mm. his word. This is called prayer. This is called meditation. And and when, when Moses did this thing, did this act, he missed out on going into the promised land. So I want to talk a little bit about the power of words because God said, instead of you doing thing in, things in self-effort, you get more, you get a better result when you learn how to do things by my word. By my word. Be yeah. led by my word. Yeah. Be led by my spirit. Yes. And then, you know, and then, you know, the things that you desire mm -hmm. will happen in your life. So, so let's look at this, this statement that, um, my daddy in the faith made 
And I think it's one of the most powerful statements out there right now. Mm -hmm. He says, the word of God is the most powerful thing that exists, period. Yes. Now, you need to hashtag that. You need to write that in your now, notes. Now, which daddy in the that, face said it? Was that big daddy Bill Winston? That's, I, I, that's Bill Winston. Now, I'm going to keep giving him credit for a little while. But then after a while, I'm going to say, y'all, let me tell you this word. Let me tell you this word I got from God. Yeah, this word, this word from the Lord, you know. But the word of God is the most powerful thing that exists, period. Yes. Everything in this universe is run by words. This yes. is a voice activated universe, mm -hmm. voice controlled universe. Yes. Everything moves on words. That's right. Um, the, the very, uh, uh, maybe where you are right now, the very car you're driving in mm -hmm. was created by a word. Well, Hebrews 1, 3, God opposed all things by what the, the word, word of, of his, his power. power yeah so everything that we have started from the parent world of the spirit and so the, and the word is not nothing you know they the people right. say well god created the world with nothing no he created the world with his word with his word That's which right. is substance so yeah <laughs> substance uh a spiritual substance is is comprised or it's contained in the word mm -hmm. and so uh, when God said, let there be light and there was light, that was a revealing of the idea that God had in him since the foundation of the world. Yeah. So um, we have to realize that everything that God did, he created the world with words. He gave us power to maintain the world with words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the thought that we're given is, is called a tree. Right. The word of God is the most powerful thing that exists, period. You need to get that in your spirit. You need to meditate on that mm -hmm. because it's going to rearrange your belief system. Yeah. It's going to reshape your pattern of thinking. Yeah. It's going to create in, in you with within you an image that is going to draw everything that you desire. Mm -hmm. Now we have to see that um, the image in you, the thoughts that are in you, the belief system that are, that's in you is, is who you are. Mm, mm. You are what you believe about yourself. Mm. You are what you see about yourself. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm, dare I say this, you are who you hang around. Mm -hmm. Because the people you hang around is what the image on the inside of you has drawn to you. Wow. And, you know, we don't often think about our company as being a reflection of who we are. Mm -hmm. But look around your life. Who yeah. are you drawing? Mm -hmm. Who are you drawing close? Mm -hmm. And what does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like this. And we don't have time to get into it. But I want to deal with some things tomorrow about complaining. Yeah. And what complaining truly does. Yeah. You know, uh, chronic complaining and uh, being addicted to complaining. Yes. It'll literally... It'll literally rewire certain things in your brain. Mm -hmm. We are not created to complain. Right. There has actually been a study that yeah. talked about chronic complaining. Mm -hmm. And the more you complain, check this out. The more you complain, the more you want to complain, even though complaining causes much pain mm -hmm. and distress in your emotions. Mm. So even though you get a painful it's a painful experience mm -hmm. to complain, to criticize, or to murmur. It is painful to the emotions. Yeah, that's right. The body secretes 
a feel good hormone mm-hmm. every single time you complain mm-hmm. so that the more you complain the more you want, want to, to complain. complain that's right i thought that was just fascinating that is because to me the word of god is made real through science science is showing that what god said is true mm-hmm. and that we should not be murmurers mm-hmm. we should not be complainers mm-hmm. and this has been a, become a society of complaining mm-hmm. and so you know and right now i feel like i'm complaining about complaining but that's not what i'm <laughs> that's good <laughs> that, that's you know what i'm actually attempting to do is to inform you that your, you know, your inner me, mm-hmm. the inside of yourself, has become your enemy. Yeah, that's so good. You're fighting against yourself by not following the word of God mm-hmm. in areas, um, especially in areas where He's already spelled out. Don't do this. That's good. That's good. Don't that's do good. that. Yeah. So come back tomorrow. It's going to be really good. Now. I just got a message. We just got a message saying that it's not things are not showing up on Facebook, and I don't know why it's not showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, maybe the word is just too powerful, and the enemy don't want it going out. Amen. Well, you know but, what? I say this: if you feel like uh, you got this video late, yeah, do us a great favor by sharing, 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 and commenting. Yeah, go, Share, yeah. comment, engage, like the video, Rewatch. send out hearts, mm-hmm. send out likes Mm -hmm. and the more engagement we have on our videos the more visibility it gets the better our videos are because of your participation so good so be sure you share the video do your part and helping us spread this gospel of peace Mm -hmm. and uh you know i just pronounce a blessing over you you know the bible says this we are blessed to be a blessing blessing. so if you're being a blessing to our ministry right now we just speak blessings and favor over you now in jesus name amen the lord bless you and keep you the lord make make his face shine shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace we declare shalom and blessings things over your life and we declare that jesus Jesus is lord and and he's upholding all things by the word of his power be blessed we love you and we'll see you next time see you next time